Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, Sarah and Samra. Here, we're going to talk about a very interesting murder case. The Stacy Castor case, also known as the Black Widow case, is what we are going to be talking about today. On Monday, August 22nd, 2005, Stacy Castor made a frantic call to 911. Stacy Castor was stating that her husband David Castor has locked himself in the bedroom over the course of the weekend and has been drinking and had not been acting right. Detective Don Spinelli was the lead investigator on this case, and when he came to her house, he recalled Stacy being outside and was pretty upset. She kept mentioning that David had access to a shotgun underneath his bed and was pretty concerned about that. She was worried about what he may do to harm himself. Police came to the house requesting access to the bedroom, which remained locked. Police kicked the door in, and that's when the nightmare began. When the police broke down the door, they found David Castor lying on his bed, naked, and he had been dead for several hours. When Stacy found out what had happened to her husband, she was completely distraught and couldn't believe that her husband was dead. The question was, who was David Castor and why was he dead? In multiple interviews, Stacy Castor stated that her husband impacted her life in a very positive way. David was her knight in shining armor. Stacy Castor was a typical New York woman. She has two daughters, Ashley and Bree, who are both teenagers from her previous marriage. And David was married once before, too, and has a son, David Jr. For Stacy and David, this was their second chance at happiness, but it was far from that. When the police were investigating the crime scene, they found two glasses, one filled with some kind of chaser and one empty on the nightstand. There was also an empty bottle of cranberry juice on the floor and finally a bottle of cleaning liquid called antifreeze kicked under the bed that was also empty. It makes us wonder why out of all the things that could be in the room, there's an empty bottle of cleaning liquid. When the police first looked at the room, their initial thought was this was a suicide. But as the police continued investigating, they found something very surprising. Police officers uncovered a turkey baster in the trash that had visible droplets inside. When the police officers smelled the turkey baster, it smelled of alcohol. The officer realized that both alcohol and antifreeze were involved in the death. The case could have closed and every police officer would have thought David Castor killed himself, but the people who were close to David knew that suicide was out of the question. Why would anyone commit suicide naked? When you find a body naked, oh no, start running the lab tests. The police ran DNA tests on the two glasses found in the bedroom. There were three fingerprints on the glasses. They were all Stacy Castor's fingerprints. Her fingerprints were placed as if she was forcing someone to drink from the glass. It turns out that there was traces of antifreeze inside the turkey baster and David's DNA was on the tip of that turkey baster. The turkey baster had no fingerprints on it and that was odd. Committing suicide using a turkey baster is not something that makes much sense. Antifreeze is a common household item that can kill quickly and is very painful. The more the police investigated, they found evidence that didn't seem to add up. In David Castor's will, it states that everything is left for Stacy and her two daughters, and nothing for his only son, David Jr. It turns out that Stacy forged the will that gives her $45,200 from David's estates. Not long after David's death, Stacy used that money that she got from David's will to renovate the house, and it's like she's trying to get rid of David from her and her daughter's lives. But why? 
Police start getting suspicious of Stacy and how David really died. Police make the decision to interview Stacy's first husband. Police soon find out that Stacy's first husband, Michael Wallace, was also dead. David's headstone was placed right next to Stacy's first husband's headstone. Michael and Stacy were married for years and had two daughters together. Stacy admitted that Michael had cheated on her prior to their marriage and after. She had come to friends telling them that she wanted to get a divorce from Michael, but before she could do that, Michael got sick and spent most of his time laying down and vomiting. Michael Wallace ends up passing away on the couch inside the family home. When Stacy and her family were told what happened to Michael, they were told that he had a heart attack. Stacy decided that she does not want to perform an autopsy on her first husband, Michael. Stacy got $55,000 from Michael's life insurance. Michael died supposedly of a heart attack. Stacy denied an autopsy. No questions were asked. Why? Police officers look into Michael Wallace's medical records and there is no sign of heart disease or anything that could have led him to have a heart attack at the age of 38. That's weird. Investigators decide to exhume the body of Michael Wallace to see if he had the same crystals in his body from antifreeze like David. Once Michael Wallace's body was exhumed, that's when the trouble for Stacey Castor really starts. The medical examiner called the detective and said, Hey, uh, we just got done with the officer. I have the results for you and said, guess what I found? He's loaded with crystals. When you are poisoned with antifreeze, crystals form in your organs and they don't ever go away. And that was one of the reasons why we exhumed him was so that we could find out if those crystals were still there. After the crystals found in both Michael and David's bodies matched up, the police knew that they were dealing with a double homicide and Stacy Castor was at fault. Stacy Castor was then brought in for a second interview. She seemed nervous, she was pacing, she just seemed surprised that they were there, and she thought that everything was over and done with and the case was closed. Detective Spinelli asked Stacy what cup she poured the cranberry juice in. When Stacy looked at the crime scene photos, she said, Well, when I poured the antifree, I mean, I mean the cranberry juice, she actually had a Freudian slip. She said it all, right there. Stacy stopped the interview and asked for a lawyer immediately. Stacy went to her daughters and told them that the cops think that she killed David. The cops went to Ashley's school and told Ashley the news about how her father really died. Ashley went and called her mom. Mommy, they came to my freaking school. They came to your school? Are you okay? Um, I'm going to be okay, but I'm really freaking out right now. After Stacy finds out that the cops told Ashley, she suggests they have a drink. Keep in mind, Ashley is underage. Stacy said that they had a rough week, so they should just get drunk. Ashley agreed. She said, cool. I mean, what teenager wouldn't want to drink? When Ashley got home, Stacy prepared the drinks for the both of them. After Ashley had the drink, she passes out. Ashley wakes up. She has a little bit of a hangover, but she goes to school, and yet again, when she gets home, her mom asks her to drink. I mean, what kind of mother keeps asking her underage daughter to drink with her? Later that night, Stacy Castor makes a disturbing 911 phone call. Ashley. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This is not happening. 
During that 911 call, Stacy's other daughter, Bree, comes in the room with a piece of paper. On that piece of paper, it's Ashley's suicide note stating that she killed both her father and David. Wait, so Ashley killed them both? Ashley is rushed to the emergency room where she is near death, but she pulls through and when she wakes up, she has been told by the doctors that she had just tried to commit suicide and Ashley was confused. The doctors ask why she killed her father and stepfather and Ashley is in shock and denies everything. The doctors inform that the police have found her suicide note. Computer evidence was later found that showed that Stacy had not only written Ashley's suicide letter, but had two drafts. Ashley did not write it. Stacy tried to frame her own daughter for two murders that she committed. On February 5, 2009, Stacy was indicted and was found guilty of murdering her two husbands and attempted murder on her daughter Ashley. Castor later died in prison in 2016. There you have it, folks. Now you know about the Black Widow case murders thanks to me and Samra. Stay tuned for our next podcast. We better get an A, sir.